This is a parental guidance moment. Welcome back to the Sunday service. We've got one of our most highly rated guests in podcast history back on the pod today, along with my boy, Taylor Coftry, Alan Brady. Oh, sorry, Brady from the yeah. Newcastle Comedy Club. <laughs> yeah. You might as well give my Medicare number, yeah. my like fucking, yeah, credit card details. And as soon as you talk someone up, you know they're going to bomb. It's like when someone introduces you, like, oh, this is my mate Brad, and he's a comedian. And that's... After someone says that, that is the time where you're going to say the least funny shit of all time. Like it's, it's oh, I fucking hate fucking that, dude. Yeah. It's the worst yeah. when you get introduced like that in a social circumstance, <sighs> and awful. someone straight off the bat goes, "Oh yeah, fucking, well, tell us a joke then." And it's like, no, cunt. Like, there's shit online. If you want to have a look at, <laughs> yeah, exactly. if you want to have a look at, have a look online when I'm not around, and you can make up it, your mind for yourself. Yeah, I don't even want to do pressure. it half of the time, dude. You yeah, want to exactly. fucking do it right now I, for you? I, I think Doug Stanhope said it best, right? At uh, his beer hall putch, um, uh, like recording, he was just like, "Man, even when I'm on, I'm a fifty percent bet. Like it's just like, and if the best guy is just like, I'm funny fifty percent of the time to people who think I'm fucking funny. Like, yeah. how are you going to be as a fucking amateur comic? You'd be like, all right, cool, just sit here for forty five minutes, and I'll you know work the room and shit like that. And the other thing with being a comic as well, when you're on stage, it's different to talking to just a bunch of people. Like, yeah. and because the illusion is you're getting up there, you're just riffing, coming up with the bits and pieces, but it's all heavily rehearsed and heavily choreographed and you're talking to a room of strangers in a really weird broad way and that's how it works it doesn't always translate back to like everyday conversations like yeah because some of the funniest people off stage can't translate it on stage as well 100 percent, because like everyone so we know it yeah exactly. <laughs> you're seeing evidence of this right now like so oh, but, but like man, but every comic knows like a mate that has no interest in doing comedy who is the funniest person they know like yeah i, feel- I know like three or four of them dude that if they wanted to do stand up they would be better than everyone that uh, we do stand up Hundred percent, and that's the thing with being like comics as well. You're not the funniest guy in your social circle. Like you fucking never but are. But their you self-esteem just- is so good <laughs> yeah, yeah, that they're just like, why would I do that? That's gay. Yeah, that's they, gay as fuck that you get wrong. up there and do and, that. And so not only I have uh, a wife and kids, and I love my yeah, life. And not only are they being funny, they're putting down our choice to do stand up as well, which is even funnier. Oh, so dude, it's yeah. like yeah, just crushing the one thing that keeps us going. So yeah, you ever told perfect. someone they're going to do stand up and they go, <laughs> and, then, and that's it, and they just go. <laughs> And, and you're just like, all right, well, that's my dream. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks that, for that, thanks dude. Much. Yeah, He's like, exactly. oh, yeah, that's cute. They just laugh in your face when yeah. you're like, yeah, I've got stand-up to do tonight. They're just like, all right, bud, have fun with that. Um, boys, every week, you know what we do? We do a beer breakdown. And Brady, for the past few, I'd say months, maybe close to a year, I've subjected young Paul Taylor Coftry over here to trying every IPA pale ale that I can get my mitts on. And I've introduced him to a stout here or there. But overwhelmingly, the response has been, can I just get a beer that tastes like a beer? Can I get a <laughs> lager? For fuck's sake, I want something that's close you to You sound a like great every order. customer at the comedy club because, like, I'm a craft beer wanker. And anyone over the age of 45 comes in, they're just like, just give us the closest thing to a fucking Tui's new. And, yeah, that's basically why we got this on at the club as well, the beer that you've chosen today. Yeah, so what we've chosen is the Steel City Full Strength Lager. But you know what we got to do, bruh? Oh,
poured into schooner glasses this week. So, Taylor, there's a difference. You don't pour uh, your um, IPAs into these for whatever reason. I don't know, but uh, that's what a wise person once told me. Every beer should have its own individual glass to enhance the flavour. So, really? Yeah, if we want to get real wanky about it, that's what they say. I was so, about to say, is that even real or is that some guy just being a wanker and then you've taken well, it as gospel? If, it, if it's from Newcastle and someone's giving you that information because that glass is going to be used to glass someone. So you need another <laughs> glass every single time. Oh, absolutely. You've got to have a, uh, a long, thin one if you're going for a glass in from distance. <laughs> but cheers anyway, boys. Thank you Bloody for coming cheers. in. Oh, oh it was, yeah, get that in here. Yeah, I actually, like, one of the, the great pieces of culture from Newcastle, I, f- I found out you can actually glass someone with a plastic glass if you hit them hard enough. Like, the, <laughs> the, so the plastic shatters or okay, it's just so, a good weapon? Uh, no, so, like, uh, for, for a while there, um, yeah, like, when the lockout laws come into Newcastle when I was about 23. Such uh, fucking shit laws as dude, well. Dude, it's because we fucked it up for the rest of the country. It's like when someone at school is so bad that they just have blanket laws. Like, I remember when <laughs> I was in Newcastle, year six this kid beat the fuck out of another kid with a yo-yo so no yo-yos for anyone and i just got that sick one that had the ball bearings and stuff that was newcastle with drinking like we were so fucked up we bashed so many people glass so many fucking other people we we're just like like athlete level when it comes to fucking bashing people on the piss that we like <laughs> fucked it up for, like we fucked it up for king's cross is how fucked up it was oh, up here yeah that's yeah. fucking and, hectic and that's so yeah, people figured out that if you get a bar stool and then you like crack one of these plastic glasses that are meant to stop glassing, then it turns into sharp jacket fucking glass that you can still glass someone with. But if you glass someone with a regular glass, you can that, that, that's a one trick type, right? But with a plastic one, because it's now all broken and jagged, it's not going to shatter and you can repeatedly glass people with it. That's like so, a prison shit. Dude, I know. Yeah. So they phased out, <laughs> they basically phased it out and they went to like these party cups for a little while because they were just like, these people are too fucking crafty, dude. That's so fucking it's, insane. It's, yeah, it's fucking that's mental, nuts, dude. dude. That's like fucking banning guns, but then replacing them with shotguns. Yeah, yeah, exactly, man. Nothing ruins, um, <laughs> nothing ruins a beer like a plastic cup as well. So talk about that. We're thinking about getting beers on draft at the club, but we've got to go a plastic cup. So, like, man, we're really balancing this up at the moment. So, because yeah. we want to get it on, but then we'll have to get a dishwasher and shit involved. And I agree, man, like, plastic cups are fucked. I thought they were going to be fucked for the cocktails that we're serving as well, but the cocktails seem to sort of, they're so fucking they're delicious and sugary, it just plows through the plasticness. But, yeah, yeah we're really going to have Anyone who's plowing cocktails at a comedy mm. club We'll barely remember what type of glass no, or cup it was in by halfway through the set anyway. Yeah. Do you guys have like a – what are you thinking of getting? Because I've got that um, that keg king out there. You can well, chuck a 50-litre keg in yeah, there. Yeah, dude. So we're even thinking about getting, um, yeah, like a liquid nitrogen draft set. Uh, so basically just like cools the keg, comes through, and everyone can have stuff on draft. And we'll probably have two beers. You can still get tinnies if you want as well. Yeah. Just beers on draft fucking rule, dude. They and do. That's, that's what Carlton we- Dry and Great Northern <laughs> Super Crisp. <laughs> We're trying to get the glassings out of Newcastle, all right? If we bring that back in, that's what's going to be happening. If you're getting Tui's new and VB, which I highly recommend, then the glassing will, like, oh, I'll dude. be scared to go in there and tell some yeah. edgy material. Yeah, like, you I might guys get glass. never performed at the Ori, right? So, like, the Ori used to be, like, the worst, like, stand-up comedy room in Newcastle, but it was one of the longest persisting ones. And there was, like, a MC there one night, and it was rough as fuck, and he's roasting the crowd, right? And then they had the intermission, and the 
guys that he was roasting in the crowd went to the toilets and beat the fuck out of him. So then everyone in the second half had basically come up from Sydney. They're like, well, we can't stay to do comedy because we've got to drive this guy to emergency, right? So they've just left. And then the, then the guy organizing the night, uh, Soam Chopper, may you rest in peace. Uh, he basically <laughs> got up and he's just like, Guys, um, so our MC got bashed, so he's not coming back out. Our headliner <laughs> has driven him to the hospital, but I just talked to the open micers. They're going to do their five minutes again, so put your hands together for the open micers you just saw doing the exact same jokes again to the stage. Steve White, he didn't talk to Steve, so Steve got up there. He's like, uh, I've only got five minutes, but let's do it again. <laughs> just oh, the my God. Five oh, my God. Oh, my God. the next guy who done five minutes going to hold his five minutes again. Absolute fucking torture, dude. So, oh, fucking hell. Steve is just like, man, I wish I got glassed instead. So yeah, that's, dude, that's yeah. like, what the fuck? Like, just call it a night, dude. Yeah. Oh, dude, absolutely brutal. But we bring the cartons into the comedy club. That's the kind of nights we're going to be doing, all right? So if you want to do your same seven-minute seven, uh, seven set twice in one night, we can we can organize that. Yeah, dude, but when you've got some fucking big rough-and-tumble boys like Bobby Sandu and myself... <laughs> No one's gonna but fucking dude, do shit. But dude. we get him fueled up and the carton dries. He's gonna he's gonna be the guy doing the glassing. Yeah, like, Bobby Bobby I, has that edge of wildness to no, it. He does, dude. He's he's just like whatever side he's on, he's on Bobby Sandu's side. I don't feel he's got allegiance to anyone <laughs> no, or anything. Not it's even just, his own culture. He plays both <laughs> hands whenever he can. Like he's an Indian in Australia, but he's an Australian when he's in America. Well, I, apparently, so like uh, wasn't the last open mic, the one before Dave Brooks was there, right? So yeah. another jujitsu guy. And I don't know if you guys are there, but Bobby roasted Dave for about seven minutes nonstop, just fucking pounding him, had the whole audience on side. And then Dave basically challenged to fight him on the weekend. And Bobby's like, I'm going to fuck him up. Bobby's like, I didn't fuck him up. He's really, he's a lot better at jiu-jitsu than he is at comedy, apparently. So, yeah. Yeah, well, so, Dave's so, a black awesome. belt. Well, dude, so we got warring factions in the club right now. So. Dude, I didn't even know that they had a little role. That's oh, fucking yeah, sick. Oh, yeah, dude. So Bobby's like, man, I only could submit him twice, and he was fucking me up most of the time. So, yeah, but dude, there's too many people that can fight that can do comedy. Like, comedy's meant for autistic nerds, and now we've got guys that are fucking black belts in jiu-jitsu. It's fucked up. Joe Rogan yeah, really Joe changed Rogan the game. changed the game. Oh, dude, he dude, fucked it up for everyone, yeah, he did dude. absolutely fuck and it up. And then now yeah. I'm going to have to fucking learn how to do it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it's going to get to the point now where it's like, you know, at the moment you, like, have to have a pussy to, like, get on shows. Yeah. Like, Soon in like five ten in like five. I just like how I, I just I just said yeah, not really yeah. listening. As one of the owners of the comedy club, I'm now implicated in this statement. Yeah, it's like, yeah. I'm not really breaking any new ground, <laughs> but I was just like, in five five to ten years, yeah. dude, you're gonna have to be able to like, you're not gonna get booked unless you can like submit the booker. Yeah. Yeah, well, well like... Well, but, but, dude, this is good, because if that guy... Well, it's pretty much that MC at the Ori. It was his fucking own problem for not being a purple belt in jiu-jitsu. Yeah. If he wasn't yeah. such a pussy, he would he would have submitted those guys, got back on, crushed, and then there would have been no fucking issues. If, been. if he flatlined the first person that came at him... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Then the yeah, rest yeah, just yeah, go, yeah. well, you know, maybe we're all good. But, like, going oh, back to what up. you're saying, Taylor, like, that's a very interesting point, because to be a comedian 25 years ago... You just have to be funny and tell jokes on stage. To be a comedian now, yeah. you got to be a social media influencer. You have to ha be of like a small business management type thing. Yeah. You got to fucking you got to know merchandise that you want to sell. You got to be able to edit podcasts. You got to film podcasts. You got to have a podcast. Yeah. 
you got to do like so much. Yeah, now we got to be black belts in jiu-jitsu. Was like what you needed was low confidence and some sort of brain injury, and you'd fucking crush. Yeah, Roseanne Barr. Like, yeah, 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 exactly. You get or, hit or, by a car really hard when you're like a teenager, or, or, or and then Sam, suddenly Sam change. Kinnison? Yeah, Kinnison, yeah, Kinnison too. And so like also had like yeah, so you need a brain injury and just like supreme confidence on stage. Joe Rogan basically. got kicked in the head every day <laughs> from the yeah, time exactly. he was like fourteen. Sometimes it works the other way because I'm not the biggest fan of Joe Rogan's stand up. He did, he did have one really good joke. I like right so my mate Kayla was really into like his stand up and this is oh, probably about 10 years ago she was trying to get me into it and so he had this joke about um, being sexist and uh, trying to tell another fucking comics joke's never going to go well but he's just like he goes look I am sexist I'm really fucking sexist right because I if I had a daughter and something like uh, there was some sort of like Weinstein character, I would fucking kill that fucking cunt. You'd just be, you'd be dead. I remember this yeah. joke. It's a fucking but, good Yeah, and he's just like, but if I had a son, I'd be like, and there's a wine, like female Weinstein. I'd be like, how bad do you want to be Batman, bro? Yeah, like, yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> Dude, you want this role that yeah, you work yeah, for. Like, like, oh, you had to eat pussy for a hundred million dollars? Yeah, yeah, Shut exactly. up, cunt. <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, all right, that, that bit's actually pretty good. But I was watching some of his shit from back in the day before he had the HGH and the giant head and his delivery's so different. He's actually really fucking good it's just i I don't, I don't know i'm not he is really good man days. and it's one he i think he's one of the biggest victims of like not being able to translate it through on camera yeah like if you go and see joe rogan live like fuck there has to be a reason that the cunt will sell out an arena with ten thousand tickets like three nights yeah in but a row. larry the cable guy does that too and it's just kind of like brand recognition I, at some point too i like, saw rogan at um at his new club and is, like, is, is he good live? Because really good. Okay. And like, uh, and what he did as well is like he because you've got the yonder bags there where your phone's locked up. Yeah. Then it's just a free for all. So like he's li- like he was doing bits and then like just fucking murdering and like he's so physical on stage. I, I I think as well, like you said, not translating to film because there's been guys that I've seen where I was just like, I I think Kyle Legacy would be a perfect example. I've been in the room at the comedy club. When he murdered so hard, and this was like, COVID was just wrapping up, so everyone's still fucking super paranoid. He took off his shirt, and he was literally crowd surfing at the comedy club. And when I say crowd surfing, he jumped into the crowd, they picked him up and carried him around. That's how much he was crushing. But if you film that, it would just be, the, it would seem like weird and cult-like. Yeah. Like, it wouldn't, like, because you need that fucking energy hitting you. Because there's that Rogan special where he's just kind of yelling the whole time. And I just felt like I was fucking wincing. But if you're mm. there in the stadium and he's hitting you with that fucking energy, it's probably insane. And that's where I think it's, I think it's a mistake that these big dudes, these big big fucking comedians they film their specials in like massive like stadiums yeah. and arenas and shit so they're doing like stadium stand up yeah and it's like like i think like joe rogan's best special ever is the one that he just did at the denver comedy club to like one or 200 people mm. and it's just like him in a comedy club and 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 in that special he's not just yelling because he's not trying to project yeah. to 6000 people it's like way better. It's actually intimate, and like the jokes are fucking good, and he crushes in it. And then you see fucking Kevin Hart, who will like do a comedy special at like the fucking stadium that the Philadelphia fucking Eagles play, and then everyone's like, "Man, Kevin Hart sucks." It's like, no, dude, he was trying to do stand up <laughs> to thirty eight thousand well, people, it, man. It, it, it doesn't work. It makes sense if okay, so if you're doing it in an intimate club, and then you record that because you're sitting at home. 
in your lounge room, which is a small room, and that's more reflective of the energy that you'd be experiencing in, in the real world there, right? But then if you're in your tiny little lounge room on your fucking shitty chair, and then someone's coming in with stadium energy, it'll just be like a mate coming yeah, with over. pyrotechnics yeah, of exactly. fucking fire yeah. going everywhere. Yeah. And there's jumbotrons that you can see of the comedian. But, but in your peripheral vision, you've got all your washing up you haven't done. Like you're not matching yeah. the same <laughs> yeah. sort of energy. It's like when like you're going out, right? And you meet up with a mate who's like 10 beers ahead of you. And he's the most obnoxious fucking cunt. And I've been that guy so many times. It's like, you've just got to be on the same energy wavelength the entire time. And I think that's probably the biggest issue because it works like that with bands as well. There's been bands where I've like, do you guys know the, the metal band Cog? No. So they, they, they were like really big 10 years ago. I wasn't fucking into them at all. I was at one, a big day out. And I was playing and I was waiting for another band. I'm like, oh, fuck it. I'll see these fucking idiots. I saw them in live. Holy fuck. I'm like, I can see why these guys are so fucking huge. Like the sound's hitting you. You're fucking into it. The crowd's gone fucking mental. But it just didn't translate to radio. Like when I'm driving to fucking work, I don't need, but like when I was the fucking, you know, high on (laughs) fucking mushrooms at the big day out, I needed, and I was just, I was just fucking so in the moment. But so many comics are like that, man. There's that energy in the room. It's hitting you and you get that fucking adrenaline in your face. Is all fucking tickly. He's like, fuck yeah. But then, like, it's almost like when you, like, you experience something with a bunch of mates and you're all laughing your fucking ass off. You try to tell a guy at work and they just kind of like, oh, I guess you had to be there. Yeah. you like, yeah, it's true. Like, sometimes it's like the emotion of the moment mm. that gets you invested in that. That can't be recreated through a fucking television screen. Definitely, like, bro. Like, like, there could literally be hundreds of people that were at the performance that had a fucking great time and yeah. thought it was amazing that if they didn't go to it and they watched it on Netflix at home in their lounge room, could be the same people who were like, this kind of sucks. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Comedy doesn't even, like, comedy doesn't translate like that as well. Like, I've been in the room where I've seen comics murder yeah. and you're just sitting there going, holy fuck, like, that was incredible. And they filmed it, and then they've released the Instagram clip, and you're like, "Oh, dude, it was so much better!" Like when you're when you're in there, and and that's the, it's the weird thing about like filming comedy, and like yeah, yeah, like it's one of the only things that you have to kind of be there with a band or you know any musician. You can fucking bump the bass in your car, and you can drive, and you can feel that the energy coming from the recording booth through the fucking audio, but. Yeah, just with comedy, it's completely different kettle of fish. Yeah, and sometimes they fucking mix them together, like fucking last night at the Bradford, dude. Oh, who'd you have on at the Bradford? Oh, there was music playing downstairs, right? Bro, last night, fucking at the fucking Bradford Hotel out in Rutherford, one of Benny McClendon's fucking... Benny McClenny's Oh, yeah. The gigs. report from Elliot is you guys crushed. Like, you guys did pretty good. Yes, we did do very well against all odds, dude. Yeah. <laughs> against all fucking odds, man. It's... It is astounding how many times you just, like, venues will just refuse to listen to the comics and just be like, nah, fuck it, we'll just do whatever we want. Right, we get there. The audio is like, it sounds like we're underwater, but it didn't have anything really to do with the equipment. It was just, like, the acoustics of the room and the way it was set up. It just needed, like, a better audio setup. So that was against us. Um, The lights not turned down, so we're just fucking doing comedy in like fucking just like a lit up room so it feels like you're doing it in a fucking surgery like yeah. there's not a single yeah, yeah, shadow yeah. we're under the fluorescence anywhere. dude yeah, what the fuck dude yeah and um obviously you're out in fucking rutherford dude so yeah. you're fucking out in the sticks with those fucking animals dude <laughs> and then um you know we're doing the set we're doing the show it's good like everyone's like doing really well so fucking like ethan like d- did fucking great luke great fucking mc 
Um, fucking Mitch smashed it. Fucking Buddy Butsy was there. Um, but then in the second half, dude, like in the break, downstairs they had just also booked a band, and then they just started Jesus playing. Christ, so for like dude. the whole fucking second half, you were already barely being heard because of the <laughs> fucking. Because of the fucking audio, dude. And then on top of that, you had to like try and do stand up over the top of like a cover band singing fucking You're the Voice by John Vaughn. Yeah. So you're trying to do like jokes with like an auto tune basically. So you're going along with the music or. There was twice that I started singing along to the song (laughs) downstairs. Because you're talking about the energy of the room. Everyone wants a a bit of uh, You're the Voice. I fucking had to. And then people were getting (laughs) fucking just crazy drunk. Like, there was, like, a, a lady in the front row who was just fucking munted, dude. dude who was getting ripped on the whole time because she was out just fucking shit face. She left her fucking kids at home. So, by about three of us were like, fuck you, you're a bad parent. Like, just yeah. rinsing her for, like, leaving dude, her fucking kid. The one I told her to gets- shut the fuck up and, like... She got ended up getting fucking escorted yeah. out really? through the kitchen, dude. She Jesus got fucking. Christ. It was yeah. It was just a fucking. Yeah, was crazy she getting show. escorted out by her kids or? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, oh, man, we're hungry, no, dude. Oh, the man. funny thing is, yeah. like, she probably hasn't had a night out in so long because she's got kids that she's just gone fucking hell. pedal to the metal, like just mm. pounding drinks into the dirt, and then. Just makes an absolute cunt of herself. In front <laughs> row, just yelling at people and shit, and it's like. I, I I made her very, very upset and she like was on the verge of crying because I like just told her she was a fucking bad mom and she's a dumb bitch and she like put her hand up and I was like, it's not a fucking seminar. <laughs> seminar can't put your fucking hand down. And then um, it was just like, she only sees the comedians being mean to her. But like yeah. we see her open her mouth and then like everyone in her vicinity go oh fuck so it's like you're sitting yeah. there she's thinking you're just being a cunt and i'm sitting there going like i'm watching you visibly ruin the nights of like 10 to 15 people just around you yeah. let alone fucking everyone else here but, but imagine if you're downstairs and then like you know the guy's singing you're the voice and you steal the microphone away to try to sing in it and you f- like fuck it up like it's the equivalent of mm. constantly interrupting a comedy show but the issue is it's, it's not so much interrupting because like man dealing with hecklers and stuff is fine but if you're a good enough comic the audience is on your side, you roast them, and then everyone in the room knows, cool, time to move on to the next thing. But when mm. they're too hammered, they don't get that message and they keep interrupting, interrupting, yes. interrupting. Yeah. A good heckler is someone that says something once. You'd be like, was that as funny as you thought? Everyone laughs, and then you just fucking move on again, right? But like, yeah, when they just don't fucking let up, the only way to do it is literally to like ruin their life, basically, dude. And yeah. then if you've been doing it long enough, like you just get that. All your anxiety's gone, and it's just hate of every bad gig you've had from someone like that fucking it up. And then you're downloading years of fucking torment and fucked up sets onto this one person. We, and it's like yeah. a laser beam of hate, dude. We like, had that at the um, at the Stag and Hunter a few a few months ago just with this drunk English chick just constantly interrupting. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And, like, everyone just aimed the hate towards her. And then it just, it was just a cycle. She was like, the next one got up. She was just so drunk. She's like, I'll try it again. And she thought that she's making the show when she's just obviously ruining it for everyone. So then at the end, bro, we go, she was like, oh, I want to do stand up. I want to do stand up. So like, yeah, sweet. No worries. You can close the show. So she gets oh up there God, and then the entire crowd just starts roasting her and like interrupting every time she's trying to get a point off. 
someone else yells something out. She's like, you guys are being really mean and not Who letting me tell my jokes. Yeah. Imagine if there was a cover band and be like, I want to play a song. Do you know how to play guitar? I'll figure it out. Like, it's the same shit, dude. But because the illusion is that you're just up there figuring <laughs> it out on the Play something from Strangers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. dude, it's so fucking insane, man. We only play 80s, Joel. Dude, it, it's all pure ego. It, it's like, man... Any time in like a male friendship group, when one guy starts doing MMA or Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu or whatever, there's always one other guy who's threatened by that. And they're just like, man, if I got in the fight, I'd just see red and I'd fucking smash anything. Doesn't like, even matter, bro. Yeah, if I, once I see red, bodies hit the floor. Yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. dude. And you'd be like, no, cunt. You practice anything, you get better. Like, like yeah, bro, like, you're family because you're an alcoholic. <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. But like, it's just like that as well. These these people just have this fucking ego that they can just get up there and give it a fucking go. Because good comics make it look That's like what I was you kind of can dude. get up there and yeah. give it a go. If you look at like, so my, my favorite comic, and like again, it's, it's hard having this guy as my favorite comic, but it's Louis C.K. Right, and it's because he. Why is that hard, dude? He's the fucking goat, he's the dude. Oh, and, and he's dude, on my Mount Rushmore for sure. Yeah, dude, and I love joking. Off I don't give a fuck about any of that. Do you think I care about what a bunch of fucking yeah, chicks dude. say, dude? I, I, I don't Fuck them. Some say you haven't jerked off till you jerked off in front of someone. Yeah, yeah so. exactly, dude. I don't even listen to his comedy. I just like him for the controversy. Um, <laughs> yeah, I didn't know who he was until <laughs> yeah, he put exactly. on the mask. Yeah. But, like, but he, like, I was trying to explain it to a mate, right, because he was chatting about Ricky Gervais, and I think Ricky Gervais is a great podcaster. When he's with Carl Pilkington and Steve Merchant, very, very funny, right? But when I'm watching him on stage, I'm not fully loving it. And I think that the issue is with someone like Ricky Gervais, he's quite good, but I can always see an act there. So for me, he only ever can get yeah. eight out of ten. With Louis C.K., it just seems like you're fat, bald, shit mate who's having a terrible time with his kids just unloading, and it seems so real and that's the difference for, for me it's because he's a lifelong comic where ricky gervais is a guy that does a bit of acting a bit of podcasting yes and he can't get to that next level for me anyway like, i know there's some people that love him and i don't want to deride them but louis it's just like you're meeting him on the worst day of his life and he's just unloading you're like dude i want to feel sorry for you but this is the funniest shit i've ever heard <laughs> yeah like, king. that's I, yeah. Saw, I saw him fucking was it this year or last year, I saw I saw him. Yeah, I saw him in Sydney last year, dude, and it was fucking, just fucking unreal, bro. Yeah. Like I've been a fan of his since I was like in year seven, so like I've been a fan of his for a fucking long time, dude. And almost every time he releases something new, I just it's, sit there and go, "How the fuck is he still doing it's it?" It's so good, and How? and even that one, I didn't love it when it first came out. It was the one where he was just doing little bits and voices and stuff come out maybe six, seven years ago. But as I watch that more and more, I'm like, no, I fucking love this. He had like one joke in there and um, it, it's it's so good because so much of his jokes, it's just like this like universal sort of truth. There's like a bit of philosophy there as well. Yes, And like, like like the definitely, but maybe like bit that he's got. But the, the bit I love when he was just like, I never do drugs, never, never, never do drugs. So when I do, it's awesome, right? Yeah. And just these like little bits of delivery and stuff and you just like, you really catch yourself going, fuck, I've done that before. Like, and so yeah. like it, you, it really brings you into this like world where you've done all this fucked up stuff, but you've never analyzed it. And it's just very universal to everyone watching. And I think that's what's really got him to that kind of like, next level because there's some other comics where they bring you into their world he's like hey i've never done that but that's like really funny but with like louis is kind of like to get really fucking wanky he's kind of just examining like human nature i i guess because like with that the first bit i saw of that he ever did was that 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 definitely 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 
But maybe, right? So like yeah. everyone has those fucked up thoughts and you feel you're the one fucked up person having it. You're like, no, everyone fucking feels like that. Maybe if you pick up a rifle and go to a country <laughs> a <little laughs> and you get fault. shot by the people who you're shooting at, it's a little bit your fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so like he's yeah he's he's really fucking. He's the fucking best, dude. I I love him because it's like with Ricky Gervais's example, he's talking about topics and things. Yeah. But Louis, I feel like a lot of his comedy, he's talking about a human experience, 100%, and that's why dude. so many of his bits, regardless of what age you are, gender you are, or whatever, maybe gender's a bit hard, but like you can say I've walked through this thing. Mm. I know exactly what he's talking about. Like one that made me fucking die laughing dude when he's like people are trying to tell him like well oh, when you go overseas you have to go to this beautiful little village in the countryside and he's just he's like i don't want to fucking go to any little <laughs> shitty villages dude i don't want to fucking i don't want to walk into just some store oh, where dude. the fucking dog goes clang, 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 <laughs> and it's just the store is just filled with some lady's life <laughs> And I want to fucking have to go in there and then she looks at me and I have to pretend that like I'm looking at this like, mm, this is good. Like he's like, I want to be able to just go in there and be like, nah, and then leave. And like I fucking grew up in a town that's oh, like a little dude. like ter- yeah. tourist destination kind of thing. So it's fucking full of those stores, dude. Yeah. And like as soon as he like you push it and the clang, 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 I fucking started dying laughing, dude. And everyone knows that feeling as well. But like the, the, the joke there is that you feel like a piece of shit because you don't want to do these cultural things. But these cultural things are just like, they're less more, they're less experiencing it in the moment and more just telling other people you've done this cultural thing. Yeah. You, we've yeah. all, oh, we've sure. all met like a chick that's like gone and just been like, Oh my God, you've just got to immerse yourself in the different yeah. cultures. I've come back a different person. It's like, I don't give Look, a fuck. Sometimes dude. you just need a big Mac from Maccas. And well, then like all that she did was go need. to Italy and take a picture of her near the yeah, leading tower of Pisa know, doing dude. this. Yeah. Just pretending to push it back or just goes overseas. And just cops some European dick, and I was she's about like, to it say, was so yeah, she good. just fucked a bunch of Italians. Dude, a, a lot of times, like, so when I've gone to like Thailand or India, and just like the most mainstream shit, I've just gone to a club, which is a club like here. I've got totally fucked up, just with people that you know, like I've, I'll never see again in my life, and it's been fucking amazing. Like, it's not so much like going to the temples and stuff. It's cool. You're taking it in, but you're kind of there as like a whitey tourist. But when you're there just in the thick of it, just doing regular shit that you do here that's universal that everyone likes, that's the best experiences I've had doing that stuff. But Bro, we, I'm, I agree. Sorry to cut you off. We went to Malaysia when I was like 21. Yeah. And we found like this little bar just near our hotel. First night, just get blackout drunk there. <laughs> yeah. We're just tipping everyone like because the money conversion at the time was just outrageous. Probably still is. And... We went to like the Batu Caves there and I felt exact same, just a white boy, climbed some stairs, looked at a big temple, (laughs) saw some monkeys. I was like, kind of sick. But the most fun I had in Malaysia, without doubt, was just getting blackout drunk night after night at this fucking bar. And then we went to a nightclub one night and just got fucking completely shit faced. I was like, this is... This was oh. the best experience for Dude, me. Totally. Well, like, okay, so imagine you're from overseas and you land, like, in Stockton, and then you got someone going, oh, you got to see the dunes, you got to do this stuff, blah, 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 blah. But then, like, if you just go to the pub down the road, that's where you're going to have the most fun objectively, right? Yeah, And 100%. so it's like, because, like, if you just go there and get fucking wasted, Dude, I went on a... You got to see the fucking washies. Back. <laughs> Exactly, dude. Get you to the I, I basically fucking did this. So, like, last year, man, I got this uh, job through this, like, massive fucking logistics company. Um, and so I went all over Australia, and I went to every fucking shithole we have on fucking offer, man. I went to Kalgoorlie. Uh, I went to Port Kembla. I went 
to fucking Leonora, so all these places in the middle of Western fucking Australia. And so, like, basically, I would fly into somewhere like, uh, like, so, say Townsville, right? And so, like, you know, got idyllic beaches and stuff like that, even though Townsville has its fucking problems. Then I would basically land at the airport and then go to the equivalent of like the Mayfield Industrial Center and stay there for two weeks, not go to any of the beaches, fucking nothing. But on the last night, we worked out that we just figure out whatever pub was the best pub and we just get fucking hammered there yeah, every nice. single time. And it was fucking sick, dude. So like even when I was in Calgary, right, which is one of the, the highest crime rates in Australia, totally yeah. fucked up. Uh, coal mining town. We went Shit to hole. one of the ones that had like all the skimpies just because like, man, like anytime like you go to a buck show or whatever, there's a topless waitress, five minutes and you're not even looking at boobs. You just, cause you're sort of desensitized. But we wanted to go to one mm. of these like fucked up Start pubs. thinking about their lives. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What you know, bad choices what, they made that led to them. Dude, I'm in my What does their 30s, fucking dad I'm think th- th- about them doing this? My, my first pregnancy scare, I oh, I was 18 and I always think I'm like, fuck, that kid would be 19 now. Like I honestly think I'm like, this could be, <laughs> oh cause like, I would have fucked that kid his life up that would be in Calgary with their tits out okay and so that's what I'm basically <laughs> and it's about. a dude but, but like dude yeah, exactly but um yeah but like just being in there in the fucking trans middle of nowhere, the generation getting, oh dude like that'd be so as liquid as my dad <laughs> That, that, that's a bit of a fucking callback. It's like balding, dude. It's like balding, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, is your dad's dad it's trans? Just, oh, Jesus Fuck, Christ. Fuck, you might watch that yeah, hairline because you might be a fucking... Yeah. Oh, dude, I'm never fucking having kids, like, by choice. Um, But, yeah, but just being in there, getting fucking hammered, and there was, like, a lot of culture and stuff around there, but, yeah, it's just kind of boring. My <laughs> one, of, of, one of my mates who's from America came here, and he was just like, what should we do? I was like, bro, let's just... I'll take you to the Boat Rowers Hotel yeah, and we'll just see how many schooners we can drink and we'll get a palmy. A hundred percent. That's going to be a core memory of his from coming over. He loves it. It's like his favorite pub. He's like, dude, just the Australian-ness of this pub He's like, is just the best. He's just like, I love the That's fact exactly that- That's exactly what like, he wants. Yeah. And so when you go to the States, you, you want that like real American shit that you can't get here as well. Yeah. Like, you get and habit. like in America as well, yeah, it's yeah, like you get quick, you get waiters that are like, come in, what's your food? What do you want to drink? Fuck off so I can get more tips. Where he's just like, the atmosphere here is just different. Like you settle in here. Like he's <laughs> like, you get a spot and then he's like, you just drink till you can't this fucking drink This is how alcoholism anymore. begins yeah. because you're more yeah. welcome here than at your home with your missus who hates you. Like pretty much. Yeah, dude. <laughs> That's why there's half those old blokes down there. They're just like, I can't go home, dude. I can't go home till 10.30 till she's asleep. I've got to oh, come in Christ. here at four o'clock. I get a counter meal for dinner and I drink 15 schooners between then and by the time she's fallen asleep. But how many less people would get shot over in the States if they didn't have that fucking like they didn't have that whole like we have to get people in and rushed out to like get more tips and uh, shit like yeah. that like if you feel more welcome in more of the places that you want to fucking go and you can have fun and really settle in then you're not getting rushed out you haven't got the fucking angry juice from the week mm. that you need to get out at the fucking pub next thing you know dude you're beating your missus dude our first <laughs> no- our first night in austin we- how so i assume how it happened <laughs> <laughs> our first night in Austin, we landed, we had an AM flight and where we were staying would not let us in till like three o'clock. They're like, mm. absolute rule, we won't break it. So we're like, fucking hell. We ended up finding a little sports bar down the road. So we Google it. It's like yeah. 150 minutes from where we're staying. We're like, perfect. We'll just go there. Just get settled in. No sports on the TV. So we're like, what the fuck's this? So we got something to eat and then me and my friend just sat there for... From like 10.30 till 3 p.m., just pounding drinks. And they're just like, you guys are incredible. Like, <laughs> what are you made of? And it's just like, 
bro, this is a Saturday. Like, but it just actually happens to be a Monday for us. But we will sit there and just mm. drink oh, yeah, absolutely. 10, 12, 15 beers, like in the one location. It just doesn't matter. But they were just like, fuck, this just doesn't happen here. <laughs> like, Well, it's because like, yeah, our culture is built on the spirit of binge drinking. It's like when you go to the yeah. States, that they'll get a six pack and you'll be like, is this getting us started for the case? Or like, well, what the fuck is this? Mm. Like, we're here. You're just drinking. Is this a gift for yeah, a dinner party? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. A six pack. Yeah. Or did the case fall apart? Sorry, I didn't know like it was several... fucking pride month. <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. I was saying to Taylor like a few weeks ago, I don't think it was on air, but the difference between the drinking culture here in Australia, are uh, there in Australia is like, they're sprinters and we're like marathon runners yeah. where yeah. we will just go for, we'll start on a Friday afternoon and just like be late to work Monday. Cause it's like, sorry dude, I was still drinking at the pub at like 8 PM on Sunday. And they're like, what well, the fuck? It is obscene. Like when you're like, your piss fitness is good. You can get through 10 schooners. It kind of be all right. I know it's not legal, but I feel I could drive my car home. Yeah. I have the confidence to now. Yeah, it's and not. I've like got the confidence to fight a cop when he pulls me over. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's good. dude. Of yeah. course, I fucking drove here. <laughs> exactly. I'm gonna fucking drive <laughs> home. Now, technically, I shouldn't drive home, but yeah. technically, I could drive home. Look, and when the cop pulls you over, you go. I don't know how this is going to go down, but it's going to result in me getting a free lift somewhere. <laughs> so uh, it's going to work out very well for me. Sitting there doing drunk math about like how much money you're going to spend on Ubers for yeah, two yeah, trips. Exactly. You have to go home and then you have to fucking go back to get dude, the cunt. cop car is free. Nah, <laughs> like it's dude. Actually, I'll take the chance that I change another family for the rest of their lives. <laughs> then spending a fucking like 80 bucks on fucking Ubers. Yeah, Relax, dude. dude. I've done this before. I'm a fucking <laughs> professional. Fucked up, is it? Because like you think you're being responsible, right? So if you go down the pub, because you got a pub just down the road from you, right? Yeah, if you ride three. a bike down there and then you ride a bike back intoxicated, you can lose your car license for riding a bike intoxicated on the... What the fuck? Yeah, yeah even a fucking like, revenue-raising dog. I reckon 1939 Nazi Germany, Hitler would have been cool with people riding bikes drunk, okay? Yeah, like, that, that, that is yeah. some fascist fucking shit, dude. Like, as long as the they were white and blue-eyed. Yeah, exactly, right? You can, so, yeah, other than that, yeah. if you see a black person on a bike, they're like, hey! Yeah, this Even skateboards, dude. If you're skateboarding on the side of the road and you're, and you're fucking yeah, wasted. What's the worst thing that's going to happen, right? Okay, so one, you might get killed, but that's your responsibility, right? Or you might take out someone's letterbox. That's the worst thing that's going to fucking happen. You also happen. might have the fucking confidence to do a fucking something sick as like hell, Like a fucking dude. motto. Yeah, exactly, yeah. dude. You Kick flip off a gutter. <laughs> yeah, dude. I can fucking tail slide 10 beers deep. Let's go. Can't fucking dude, you get that Tony Hawk 2 confidence and like, who knows what can fucking happen? You're going to make a sick Reddit video is what's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, dude. When you were talking about the cop before it reminded me of an article that I saw during the week of a Quebec lady that has uh, was fired by her driving company. So she drives yeah. trucks, gets fired for drinking <laughs> nine beers between between routes. So she had to stop twice to get. So she bought a six pack, yeah, pounded the six pack, like an hour down the road, stopped, buys another six pack, and gets drinks a few more beers. Well, well, crashes the crashes the truck. And then gets fired from the truck company because they're like, we've got zero tolerance on drink driving, which you should have. She then like gets a lawyer and she's just like, yeah, like I've got a disease called alcoholism and I have to drink and they should have known this about me. And then so she gets <laughs> reinstated by like, so her lawyer fights yeah. this case. She gets her job back and now like the company's pay, helping her pay for her alcohol treatment. 
Well, I was just going to say hats off and a round of applause though for being responsible and only getting a six pack. I think we set that precedent earlier that you're a complete pussy if you're only getting six beers. So she was being responsible at least. Yeah, so she drank one and a half six packs on the fucking yeah, day. Day. on a few hours drive. One and a half cases, then you know there's there's room for. Complaint. I'm so caught between what I fucking feel about this because on one <laughs> fucking on honestly on one hand I'm like. Fuck, Canada's gay, bro. Canada fucking sucks, dude. What a bunch of pussies, dude. They set a precedent with all these fucking freaks that were like, my disease, my disease, and now they have to treat shit like this because yeah. they've set the precedent. But then on the other hand, I'm also like, yo, bitch, fucking roared on, dude. Yeah, it's Fucking roared on. Like, play the system and you fucking won. That's sick as fuck. Well, I got a question. Did she get caught because she had an accident or did they just breathalyzer caught she had accident. the accident oh so she had an, uh, okay. so she's been doing this for how knows can i just say 99 of her trip was accident free so if we look at it from a percentage standpoint yeah. she's done pretty well yeah and yeah. like obviously she doesn't it doesn't sound like she's had an accident beforehand <gasps> so, just so if you take the general <laughs> fucking i do here, i do like this percentage rule because 99 yeah. of the stuff i say isn't racist <laughs> yeah so I'm actually like, not racist at all. It's not statistically significant yeah. if it's less than 5%. So exactly, all I'm saying is bro. how many lives has she saved by having those six packs in the cabin with her? Oh, but we're not talking about them, are we? No, okay? dude. All the I people she hasn't that. killed. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, What's dude. worse? She withdraws on the road I and starts shaking, shaking yeah, starts exactly. vomiting and fucking losing control like that way. like a fucking human Richter scale. Like, yeah, exactly, bro. The fucking rule is the rule, not the exception. Yeah, Come yeah. on, dude. <laughs> fucking 52% of what I say isn't sexist. It's fucking sick. I'm fine. Uh, this is making me feel like another beer. Does anybody? Yeah, I need another. Yeah, one? yeah. Well, let's go. All uh, this drink driving talk. <laughs> yeah, it's made me want to get fueled up. We'll have a quick break. We'll be right All back. Right, sick. Lad, something that caught my eye, which I think is a little bit exhausting for me personally at, at this point, is uh, a South Carolina president of the Neighborhoods Association, Tyke Watts, had his penis exposed during a drag performance at a national night out event where people were... Have Damn, come bro, to this who would have thought? <laughs> Who would have thought those fucking freaks would be doing shit like that? Man, huh? th th that's just poor tuck back etiquette, okay? Yeah. It can happen to anyone. Yeah. Watch, come on, YouTube, dude. Watch a few YouTube tutorials, get the duct tape, and you'll be fine for next so time. So people had come out to this at like community <laughs> events. I'm not even fucking, I'm not even into dragging. I know the tuck method, dude. Come on. <laughs> because you wasn't done that in front of the mirror. You'd be like, oh, let's what look like it's a hairy lady. Who hasn't fucking come out to your girl and done the tuck thing and done like shake your mangina at her, it's dude? It's never not funny. Like, it's never it's, not it's, funny. It's fantastic, bro. yeah. So people have come out to this community event unaware that a drag performance was even going to take place, oh, let alone Christ. having the president being the one that does this. And the worst thing about all of this is, like, during the performance, as we said, yeah. his dick has slipped out of the <laughs> short dress that he's wearing. And, uh, you know, a few bad things. Police have said that they've reviewed the footage. Nothing, Nothing's wrong here, which is kind of fucked up by the South Carolina police. But he's also then They're gone afraid. on record to be like, hey, the simple fact that someone would assume the absolute worst when we had nothing but the best intentions is really disappointing. He also went on to say, 
I would have appreciated a little bit more understanding and a little less jumping to conclusions. Now, I'd like to say this, boys, before we get into it. I don't give a fuck if you want to dress up like a woman, wear a dress, put makeup on, do drag performances. I have friends that love going and watching drag shows. I don't care, dude. Yeah, this is between you and God. But don't fucking... <laughs> Can I just say we're not the friends? Okay? Yeah. <laughs> like, so me and Taylor, these we're not boys, those guys. These two boys are the friends. Those don't, friends get the, don't get any fucking ideas out there, guys. <laughs> those, those friends live in Canada. Your boy's fucking straighty 180 but, for the Lord. But but if your dick comes out by accident, uh, I won't judge you, Taylor. But just okay? don't see... I've seen dicks coming out on accident. I'm not going to say I haven't seen dicks coming yeah, we've out all, on accident. We, we've all been in footy change rooms oh, where fucking something slips out. Yeah, but yeah. the thing is, like... There's a time and a place for you to dress up like a woman, wear a wig, put makeup yeah. on, wear a dress, and do a, a drag performance. And it's typically at an 18-plus venue or an adult-only venue where you're encouraged to do drag. Like, yeah. imagine going down yeah, to a community bro. thing where it's like, hey, we're having a community night because we're trying to let everyone get to know one another. We're going to you know, make sure that this community is a great place to live. And then just, by the way, surprise, here's the president of the community yeah. club, and they're going to do a drag performance. Like, obviously, people are sitting there going, There's, what the oh, fuck, bro, man? My bro. six-year-old son's running around here. Now I have to explain to him what fucking drag is, and this dude's dick just falls out of his dress. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's no, it, here's the thing. Well, here's two yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Drag is not for kids, no. and drag is not for an audience that doesn't know that it's about to fucking 100%. happen, dude. Dude, how, it's already bad enough doing stand-up. At yeah. a place where the audience doesn't know that it's going to happen. And, and you see how much yeah. that ruins their entire fucking thing, dude. Let alone some fucking dude coming out mm. in a dress singing ABBA songs with his fucking dick out. Can, can I just say it as well? Because people will be like, oh, they're being so bigoted. No, no, no. So if it's burlesque, that's not, that, that's got to be over 18s. If it's pole dancing, most of the time that's got to be over fucking 18s. If it's any sort of strip tease, anything that's got any adult themes, you just got, you can do it. Yeah. You just got to let people know that you're doing it. And there's a time and definitely a fucking place for that sort of stuff. For any, sure. Any sort of thing you could do where your dick can, even a remote chance of just happens to fall out. Let's make sure there's not fucking kids there yeah, okay? yeah. Like, and dude, how fucking long have you been is this your first time doing drag con I fucking yeah. doubt it bro you know how to keep your fucking dick from not fucking <laughs> popping out dude you're a fucking freak show and you want your fucking dick out in front of kids let's oh not talk God, fucking so, shit dude I, I just come love, on I just love that press release he's the victim <laughs> yeah dude, I can't believe you would jump to yeah. such crazy conclusions yeah, exactly. it's like you did drag in front of people who didn't know what was happening and your oh, fucking dude. cock came out dude, dude. I, Come I mean, on, dude. I mean, You're lucky so, this is the only thing that they're fucking assuming. Dude, like, I've been in public speaking situations either through stand-up or lecturing or whatever. Zero times. Has there been any chance of my dick coming out ever? No. Okay? And even if there was a remote chance, like I'm doing, like, you know, the tuck back or whatever, it doesn't matter how confident I am in those abilities, it's not fucking happening if people don't think there's a remote chance that it could fucking happen, and, dude. And, like, you got to think about this as well. If he's wearing a woman's dress, hair, makeup, all that kind of stuff, I can only assume that the that the way this has popped out, he's probably wearing women's underwear. Yeah, because like, if that's you're wearing issue, a dress dude. with briefs, right, your dick ain't coming out. <laughs> but if you've got like a fucking a G string on, like a lacy <laughs> panty or something, and you're doing some fucking high kicks yeah. or some swirly kicks, 
then a little bit of knob might just fall out the end too. It's yeah, like, dude. You, he must have been wearing women's look, underwear. He wasn't wearing it. fucking Under Armour, that's for sure. No, dude. dude he was no wearing skins. a fucking G-banger. And, and so this is the other thing, right? So I, I will say, for the most part, being a man fucking rules, right? The patriarchy is crushed and it's made my life very easy. But <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. One thing Let's go, where, dude. Back to back oh, to back to back to back to back to back world champions. Now, sometimes, because my, my girlfriend is, is a hot lady, right? And so like hot women don't understand what it's like to be an average dude, okay? so They don't even really understand what it's like to be an average woman no exactly so i because so we, we we just got a house right so it's either a cook seal it's like two stories right and so basically it's all, nice. yeah, Name yeah, drop it. yeah 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 <laughs> i'm from meriwether i live in meriwether yeah oh, dude meriwether's fucking fuck dude, you that's the fancy you live where daniel johns lives right you've been so, hanging out with uh mitch coin because he'll tell you openly he's got two houses and a hot wife that bloke dude, he does Jesus have he's Christ. got two houses and a hot wife he i don't know if you guys know about that well so the reason i mentioned this right is because like on the second story like because we just moved in and we don't have any like blinds or anything there and all my clothes are in there because in the master bedroom that's like the limited amount of space that we've got that, that's that's for fucking Rachel there's no way I'm getting my hands in any of that sort of stuff so I've got to go into this other room where the blinds are always fucking open so I always ask her before I go in there because I'm fucking naked I'm just like are the blinds down and she's like oh if people see you naked they just see you naked it's fine I'm like no no you're a hot woman if someone sees you naked that's great for fucking everyone it makes their day yeah exactly like it's, it's, a, it's a pleasant memory in their life if I go out there, the school's nearby. If I've got a restraining order where I can't live in my house because it's 500 metres within the school, my life is fucking over. No one wants to see me naked by chance. <laughs> Everyone wants to see her because her experience is just like, oh, just people just like me because I'm just a hot girl. When you're a hairy six-foot fucking dude, it's threatening, even if it's in your own house, dude. Like, yeah. And they don't understand the difference. It's not a pleasant surprise. It's a fucking nightmare. Like that guy's dick at the drag show. Yeah, there's, the a, big difference. there's a big difference with like, oh, fuck, dude. She's, look at that. Look at that chick in there. Versus and then, me. And, and between, between <laughs> whoa, hey, whoa, hey, hey. Yeah, yeah, man, it's, yeah, Harry guy's got a fucking piece on him. What yeah, the yeah, fuck? Yeah. No one wants to see this shit. My girlfriend doesn't even <laughs> want to see this shit, dude. Yeah. Big difference between, mm, and, uh. Yeah, exactly. So this is one thing. And, and again, I shouldn't say patriarchy. It's the patriarchy versus being a hot girl. Because the hot girls exist on a different plane to yeah. every other woman. They don't even well. live in the, the same universe that we no, live in. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's very, very different. So, yeah. So I know deep down, even if I was a drag performer, that's why I've got nothing against them. When you're a hairy dude and your dick comes down in public, it doesn't matter if you've got a bit of mascara and lipstick on, it's a fucking problem. And you've got to make sure at every single moment that there isn't a remote chance that that can possibly fucking happen. So don't make it a drag thing. Make it no one wants to see a surprise dick ever. Yeah. No, fucking ever. I, and I also want to think too, is like, do they do the same thing that we do? Like we go and like peek and like suss out the crowd to like see <laughs> the demographics of like what kind of material yeah, can what I are do? Are we going to do our jokes? You don't like pop your head out of the dressing room and see small children and be like, maybe I'll put the skins on. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. maybe now isn't the ideal opportunity for me to slut drop and well, start twerking. Th like, this is the fucking thing. Like, what the fuck does up. drag have to do with this fucking event either? Uh, the well, only thing I can think is like they're trying to, in amongst this community, promote this inclusivity yeah. fucking narrative of like, look, you might have some people that are gay, trans, bi, fucking whatever. So just make everyone feel included. So to make everyone feel included, I'm going to dress up like a woman and do a drag show. So people are like, oh, you know, we've got a diverse community that we live in. That's judgment free, but you go and do it. Well, I think that's definitely what they. Out. I think that's definitely yeah. what they say to the public. But like the real thing is like, I'm into drag. I'm a narcissist. I want to. I want the attention on me. I want an excuse to I, fucking do I this. I couldn't shit. agree more. And for that person, for have no self reflection, and it's everyone else's problem for not mm. giving the benefit of the Would doubt. Would this be the best thing for the goal of this event? 
Yeah, 100%. Obviously man. fucking not, cunt. Okay, so are you guys into, like, metal or anything? Yes. Like, like, okay, Let's cool. go, dude. Now, okay, so you go to your best mate's wedding. You go up to the DJ. Are you requesting any fucking metal? Yeah, no, dude. No. I'm not requesting yeah, yeah. Polaris. Yeah, yeah, so just chuck on some Slayer for us, mate. No, you're requesting Love Shack. You request Because, like, it's for the betterment of yeah. everyone there. And the Mr. Brightside might be there. the hardest song that I want to exactly, hear. Exactly, dude. Because, like, you actually care that everyone has a good time there. Now, you guys brought up a good point before, right? Like, with the underwear. Do you guys have any Parkway Drive? The, the, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, but... There is technology that exists to make sure your dick will never come out. They could have worn fucking <laughs> tights. They could have worn. They could there have done is, so there many is. things. There is. Uh, there are ways to guarantee your dick is still not coming out. But you know what? You could say as a civilization we've perfected <laughs> yeah, it. Exactly, <laughs> dude. But they did not go with the safeguards. They did not put the safety on the rifle. They just went out there fucking in a... Dicks are blazing. A reckless way. Just like I said, if I'm naked in my own house, I'm going to jail, right? If you're a hot girl, you get away with it. That's hot girl privilege. And as men, we don't have hot girl privilege. And I think even gay men that are doing drag stuff, gay, straight, doesn't matter. You're a man, you don't have hot girl privilege. Yeah, so dude, keep the dick away. There's underwear called like Spax underwear. Shout out if you want to get in contact after hearing this uh, podcast. Jesus, you know a lot about the drag community. That's like, I'm not, I'm not judging, but no, like, you're doing it in a respectful way. So Spax, I, I enjoy it. Spax underwear, like you've got like a pouch for your nuts and a pouch for your dick. <laughs> To, to keep them separate so you don't get like, like a fucking you don't get sweaty. inverted marsupial. <laughs> but like they're, they're like they're, they're like that's like a brand of male underwear. Like look it up. Serious? So so like, yeah. is there a pouch for each separate ball or just the no? Whole it's just sack? like there's like a there's a ball pouch Why and then there there's like sack? because like you need a bit of movement because it gets too sweaty. <laughs> what do you want a sack that's just hugging the whole time? When someone grabs your balls a bit too intensely, you're just like, all right, I'm on edge. You don't want to be on edge when you're doing the fucking business meeting, dude. You don't want to be in a job interview just going we gotta wrap this up because I'm not comfortable oh yeah dude and that'd be terrible for you because your voice is already high and squeaky when you start laughing too so like your voice is gonna go only dogs are gonna be able to hear Brady if he gets a hold of these fucking underpants dude. Uh, yeah. <laughs> why is it why is that doing that fucking shit dude? exactly bro imagine that higher imagine that yeah. a higher pitch oh dude I can't call trying anyone. to fucking laugh dude and my dog's like <laughs> I've got the highest pitch voice that I've ever heard I can't talk shit because I've used to a baritone voice, but I get too excited. I was talking to you guys before about fucking aliens, right? Oh, and, yes, and let's doing, go, dude. It, it's so, like, it, it's, it fucking bewilders me that I'm so fucking mental. And then I managed to pull fucking Rachel when I'm just this, like, fucking hairy, weird guy that's super into aliens, right? And she's on annual leave at the moment, so i got to wait for her. To, she's got called into work on Friday, and she was just like, oh, blah, blah, can you do these chores or whatever? I'm not. Li I'm just zoning out because I'm like, I'm watching alien videos all fucking day, judgment-free. I put it in my fucking calendar. I canceled yeah. meetings for work. I told the university I couldn't go to a meeting. And, dude, just the aliens. Like, from I got up. So she went to work at 6.30 a.m. And at quarter to seven, I was watching alien videos on the TV. Fuck yeah, dude. That's fucking so sick, fucking dude. sick, dude. That's so, so sick. <laughs> During COVID, man, I had, like, a whole week that was like that, man. <laughs> I was by myself. Like I was locked the first yeah. ever lockdown when COVID just started hitting. I was like sick. I went and bought like a bag of weed <laughs> and I just kept, went in, in my own little uh. fucking little flat there, dude. And I watched <laughs> UFO and alien like documentaries, movies and shit for like a fucking week, dude. Wait, so, so, and then at so the end of it, dude, I was like, you know what, dude, there's only one fucking one Lord and savior and that's God and Jesus Christ. Dude, I've, I've gone down there. <laughs> I've got, I've oh, gone down the up. exact same like rabbit hole and yeah. I've had to like weed the misses into thinking like, 
I'm not a complete lunatic, but like initially yeah. when I was like, do you think aliens are real? She's just like, oh, come on, mate. And I was like, did you believe in essential oils? Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, what are we, yeah, what are yeah, we yeah, doing yeah. here? It's very rich of her to question any yeah. belief that you would ever have. Yeah. Yeah, because like everyone's missus has got a crystal that they've put in a fucking water at some yeah. point in their life. And Do you like, think there could be any life in our entire universe? It's like, no. Now shut up, dude. I'm about to fucking rub this lavender in my ear to yeah, cure my AIDS. Fucking hell. Yeah, <laughs> But, like, the other day, like, I said, to, like, because we are just, like, the great thing about me and my partner is we're just literally polar opposites. Like, yeah. where, like, I'm extroverted, want to go and hang out. Like, I get energy from going and hanging out with people. Yeah. Where she's like, I want to stay at home and learn something and work towards, like, a personal goal. And we can never, ever find, like, a TV show that we both like. I think when I spoke to you about this before, that's how I came up with the Irwin bit. Like, she wanted to watch... Keeping up with the Irwins or whatever the fuck it's crikey it's the Irwins. Yeah. And I was like, I just can't watch this. And the other day she's like, Do you like do you want to watch a movie? Like, can we just hang out? And I was like, Absolutely. And I was like, fuck, I wonder what she wants to watch. And she's like, Do you have any movies that you want to watch? I'm like, Bro, I got one, but you're not gonna like it. She's like, What is it? And I'm like, it's called Moment of Contact. And she goes, okay, w- what's the premise? And I was like, fuck yeah. I go, fuck yeah, yeah, dude. I know that, dude. I've been dick over the last few days. Yeah. And I was like, in 1996, in a town in Brazil, there is an alien crash that happens. It's been recorded. There's oh, yeah. multiple people. And I just start giving her the synopsis of this film. She's like, okay. And I was like, look, we'll watch the trailer. If you're interested in it, let me know. She watches the trailer. She's like, yeah, we can watch this. And I'm like, thank you, Lord and Savior mm. Jesus Christ. Dude, by the end of the movie, she's like, there's no way we're alone on this planet. And I was like, yes, dude. dude there's no fucking my, way. My Anyone who thinks we are at this point, I think, is a fucking dumbass. Oh, yeah. yeah 100%, man. Um, Almost like your missus, like, sort of getting on board with that. Like, what Rachel did, she goes, all right. Because I was talking to her about aliens all the time. She goes, okay, I, I don't want to hear about aliens, but I know it's important to you. So... Okay, I'm going to break this down in stand-up comedy terms. You can do a tight five to me on each day, but it's got to be exactly five minutes about <laughs> aliens. Then there's no more alien chat. I'm like, dude, I can do from like, we're a professional. Doing we're a strict club. You yeah, don't do. Yeah. You don't go over your I'm time. Like, I'll word economy the fuck out of this. I'll get in like Fravor. I'll get in Grouche. I'll get in Bob Lazar. I'll, Bob five Lazar, minutes, dude. I can get so much alien topics in five minutes. And after the five minutes, she's I'll like, get in Tom yeah, DeLonge. <laughs> Oh, dude. Who was but, right? Everyone knows fucking my boy in Apology, dude. Oh, 100%. Blink's my favorite band. And then when he started going crazy on Rogan, it was a tough time for me, dude. <laughs> it was a tough time for me because someone that- You stood by him. You so, stood by him, dude. Yeah, of course, yeah, but, dude. Deep down, I was like, everyone's treating my boy fucking crazy yeah. like this, dude. But imagine being so insane. Take off your pants and jacket. Come and, on, dude. Give the, <laughs> give the guy some fucking cred. It's so fucking funny because everyone thought he was so fucking insane. And it turns out he might be right. But there's other guys that that won't happen for. So, like, you know, Elliot, he loves Kanye. There's no way Kanye's been proved right about all these fucking shit. No one's coming out. You're like, you know what? Nazis are pretty cool. Uh, so, like, look, you should be happy that's your favorite band because you went through a rough patch, but you stuck it out. You weren't a fair weather friend. And at the end, fucking aliens are real, yeah, dude. Yeah, exactly, bro. And you know what? I was fuck. I stuck it out the whole time I was sticking up for him dude and then I was rewarded with a fucking Blink-182 fucking reunion and I've got tickets to see him in fucking February dude. hell yeah let's go yeah what's so, uh, the most damning evidence that you found on the alien situation the, the the thing that really fucking blows my mind and I and I don't know if loads of people are talking about it. okay so with Grush right so he's the, the intelligence officer who's come out yes. it was part of like Arrow he's in, interviewed 40 different people over 4 years and he was just like 
there's so many misappropriation of funds. That's the big thing that there's no congressional oversight, right? Because you got uh, basically you got civilian control of the military. So the military's yeah. like like so if you look at aerospace companies like Lockheed Martin or Boeing, Boeing or yeah. yeah, so all the military stuff they're doing, they got one buyer. That's the American government, and whoever the American government approves, like so we're approved to get the F-35s. Japan can get F-35s, but without all the avionics and stuff, right? So they're basically saying, cool, we're the buyer, we're funding you guys, but we need to know what you guys are up to when you start like fucking creating slush funds and not telling the civilians what you're up to that's the huge fucking issue that's what mm. Grush doesn't like now the, when Grush come out i was just like fuck this guy is really credible i'm gonna wait for him to get smeared no one has smeared him once no one has said at any level that he's full of shit he's doing this for personal gain or he's like this fucking mental guy everyone just said he's of exceptional character and there hasn't been one smear campaign against him because there's no fucking dirt on the dude when you see someone like bob lazar yeah i, I love bob lazar's storytelling ability and I, I i think he's an interesting dude when you look into his past he is fucking insane yeah like, he was doing like real <laughs> and he was doing shit, he was trying dude. to do like bruce wayne shit yeah, Wasn't dude. he putting rockets on cars? Uh, okay, yeah, so he's, he started several brothels. He's been in fucking, like, prison because, like, he, he was helping, like, a, another chick, um, like, you know, fucking turn tricks and stuff out of, like, a fake fucking brothel that he was running. He he had this, like, um, a convention where they would go into, like, the fucking desert. I can't remember exactly what it's called, but people would go there with, like, rocket launchers, machine guns, all this sort of stuff. So he's been involved with, like, fucking explosives, prostitutes. He can't produce, like, but when you look at him, because he looks like a nerd, you just think he's this fucking mm. loser that's like oh he, he looks nerdy and he talks science speak good but when you look into his past he's fucking a wild man like he's fucking insane but you look at someone like grush and you're just like he's actually fucking credible and when he's saying this stuff and like the main point a lot of people don't realize as well it's not so much about aliens like congress aren't going oh show us the fucking aliens congress is like we don't have oversight on our own military yeah. and there's all this slush fund which means the pentagon is fucking corrupt which means we need to fucking investigate that yeah. so aliens Shock horror. what 100 well, okay if you look at someone like al capone they didn't get him for all the fucking murders they got him for tax evasion it's a similar sort of thing we might get alien disclosure because they're literally doing an audit on the pentagon going where the fuck is the money going oh it's going and then to it's like thing. well fucking no one's ever asked us this before yeah, yeah, exactly and then we didn't so lie pressure. to you we weren't asked and 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 so it might come out for literally this reason, and it just comes down to fucking dollars. Where are the dollars going? Why have you been fucking lying to us? And now you have to prove where it's fucking gone. And so it just might be a consequence of fucking accounting of the, the fucking most boring, nerdy job of all fucking time. Spreadsheets aren't adding up, and then we might get fucking, like, soft disclosure that it's happening because of fucking that, which is mental. Did you fucking s- mental. Did you see Moment of Contact? Have you watched that documentary? No, I watched the Y Files uh, YouTube thing about it, uh, and it's fucking crazy, dude. Dude, like I, one of the most like compelling bits of evidence that I saw was, um, so there's like three young girls. Have you have you seen it yet? I haven't seen it yet. So there's three young girls that like are just going yeah. for a walk, and they pretty much are walking through this block. The crash had already kind of happened, and they're walking on this path, and like less than eight feet away from them, they see a drag guy with his dick out. <laughs> yeah. And he's just like, like, I wish this was a hot girl. I'd be so happy right now. Yeah, and he's like, how did I get to this situation? Yeah. Uh, just like, and then he was like, I can't believe you would assume the worst. Yeah. <laughs> I've come out of an alien vehicle dressed in drag with my dick out, dude. How about a little bit more understanding? Yeah, yeah. how about a bit of understanding that this is a community event and you guys are yeah. being real disrespectful Stop to me. Stop being so bigoted towards everyone seeing my dick. Like It's, just- <laughs> it's a great dick. It's a fine dick. 
And uh, anyway, but like they all see this alien and they're just like, they look at it and they're like, this thing was as scared of us as what we were of it. But then they're just like, what the fuck is that? And they're like, I think there's one one that's like 10, 12 and 14. So they're just like, they bolt and they go and like, they get their mum. Mum comes down. She's like, you got to take me like where this thing happened. Mum's looking around because she's like, I think my... Flip-flopping hand, ready to fucking... Yeah, yeah she's, exactly. ready, she's ready to go, you disrespect my children. She's like, going to whip a dick. Like, yeah, that's, dude, she yeah. was, she's like, what? A, a woman with dick? Not in my neighborhood. <laughs> Went into the cartel, hears about this. Yeah. I like how all these accents are wrong, but I'm loving it. Yeah, like, they're so good. I honestly didn't even know which one I tried to do. <laughs> I, I so. thought it was like Italian. And then it's, like, I just I don't like, know how to do a Portuguese accent. Dude, I can't do any hey, fucking accents. Hey, what's so. the fucking alien? Is the Gabagoo. <laughs> <laughs> what is the fucking alien? Uh, hey, you fucking jerk. Put I like how back we've, in your like, we've insulted every race now, which is good. Yeah, which dude. is why I come on this That's podcast. That's why you come on the yeah, pod, yeah. boy. Um, and so anyway, like, so she she says that she sees, like, this weird kind of, like, footprint, right? Italians she, are And she's just like, what the fuck? And uh, anyway, like, these girls are, like, then, like, on camera, like, talking. And you're like, you know when you see a kid that's scared and they're yeah. like, what the fuck is going on? Like, they're all scared. You can tell. Yeah. Like, there's no, like, acting in how fucking scared they were. And uh, these, like... Men in suits come to their house and uh, the guys are just like, hey, here's a brief cash, briefcase full of cash for you to come out and say that your daughters are liars. This is the kind of money that will like basically move you out mm. of the favelas and change yeah. your life and just like you will not have to work again. Just make all of this kind of go away. And she's like, no, like, I'm not going to come out and just say that my girls are liars because like what kind of mother would I be if I did that? It's pretty disrespectful anyway the she's talking about his foot and how the foot looked and then they have this other guy that was like part of the people that like he scanned like one of the alien bodies and stuff Mm. and he's like behind like a room and they're like doing examinations and shit and like all he could see was like it's skinny legs and he just he describes the foot as being like exactly the same as how the woman described it these two have never met one another and it's like, there's just like, there was just like a little bit of hectic fucking shit. Like it does look a little bit like Hollywood and like, you know, mm. they, they do go down and try meet, like they meet a guy who, who transported the aliens in the army trucks. And he's just like, I, like, I won't talk to you. Like get the fuck out of here, like bounce. And then the only other bit of good evidence is a dad who's like got some young daughters and they, they reckon like when that initial crash happened, there was like another one. That like another UFO that's just like scanning the area, trying to find their homeboys because their homeboys are like lost in the world, and they're just like, "What the fuck?" And he's like, "We came out and he, like they described this UFO," and he's just like, "I'm not going on camera. Like you can film behind me. Like I'm a credible person in the community, and I can't yeah. have people thinking that I'm crazy." But he's just like, "For this happened over 25 years ago," and he just describes perfectly, basically what had happened. He's like, "This thing was scanning like essentially our house and like the neighborhood streets like just close to the crash zone within 5k's of it trying to find his lost mates it was pretty fucking well, epic. Th- this is the thing like um that a lot of skeptics will say right so they'll be like hey there's no physical evidence and so a good way to think about it man so like the the american stealth bomb before it got i think it got revealed in like the mid 90s they'll work on that from the 70s and imagine like uh, i'd worked at lockheed martin i'm like oh we're working on a stealth bomb you're like well you're full of shit where's the evidence and i'm like 
It's fucking locked away. Like, I can't ever show you that. Like, I said uh, stealth bomber. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. dude. You fucking so dumbass. you would never fucking see that. And so everyone's like, why is the footage so blurry? So, like, my job is a filmmaker, right? So if I'm, okay, I could get my phone and I could even put it on, like, the 85 mil lens, which because I got the iPhone 13, which is zoomed in, right? If I was taking a picture of a plane, it's going to be blurry and fucked up. If it's just literally a plane up in the sky, such a small object so fucking far away and I'm doing it handheld, I can't get a good resolution image of anything. Even if you look at like the images of- What if Blue- you had a Samsung? Oh yeah, if I had yeah, an Android. I- so this is, yeah, fuck Steve an- Jobs. If you had yeah. an Android, dude, I fucking- <laughs> It's it's so fucking hard. That's why they call the fucking nuts and bolts are on that thing. That's dude. why they're called galaxies, dude, because you can film fucking UFOs better on them. That's the reverse engineered alien technology, dude. It's the Samsung Galaxy. Look, look all I'm saying is they just I'm, had I'm a, a better I'm iPhone. A hairy weird guy. I'm into aliens. If I also had an Android, Rachel, like, Rachel would not be around. Okay, so <laughs> you're getting so close, many, dude. So many you're negative fucking things. I get, but like, but if yeah. you started wearing those shoes, like toe shoes, <laughs> you're going. If I was Dave Brooks, yeah. <laughs> Past and probably destroyed it, but yeah, but like so, like even with film, man, like I fucking understand. Like if you have a look at something like like Pluto, it's it's incredibly fucking far away, but it's about as big as our moon. The images of it are fucked. Like you can't see fucking can't shit. see shit. Yeah, yeah, man. And so it's just like man, it just looks get, like a like, rock in the sky. And but there is so many. If you it line is. up all the different witnesses that are credible, because it's like <laughs> yes. there's like look, if you get like a, the average open market comedian who's autistic and retarded, right? You don't want to listen to that guy, right? Yeah. And <laughs> I mean, every so that. often, dude, one reaches unimaginable heights, dude. Oh, my and God. it's Dan Rath. Have I ever told you? Who is one of the funniest comedians in the show? If you haven't seen him, go ahead and I, see him if you have the chance. I'm going to cut like, that part I, I, of the I, I, podcast. No, so. but because, like, oh, I, have I ever told you my Dan Rath story? So, like, again, so like, this is what the fucking great thing with, like, work at the bar, because you just see fucking insanity happen. So, James is like, dude, you got to watch this guy. He's going to be fucking amazing. Because, like, as comics, you only want to watch the weirdest fucking shit, right? Like, because we've seen so many people do jokes and be like, oh, I'm 25. I'm going through this. I'm 35 going through this. 45. It's the same. I'm not saying they're bad jokes, but it's the same premise done in a slightly different way. There is a craft there. But when you see someone like Dan Rath or even Dave Gardner, they're so fucking different and fucking weird. You're just like, this is going to be fucking awesome or it's going to be the biggest fucking disaster. Either way, I'm fucking locked in, right? So anyway, Dan Rath, he's like, he's about to go up on stage, right? And he's headlining and he comes up to the bar and he's got a notepad and he writes the word like, so he grabs a pen like this, right? In a fist, like not using his fingers in a fist and like writes so fucking hard in capitals, the word enjoy just goes, and he's circling it like this, like fucking so intensely. And then he power walks out of like, well, the fucking bar area, like into the foyer. And just before he comes back on, he like runs back in, he grabs the fucking pad, pulls it over to him and scribbles out the word enjoy and scribbles out. And then go calling up Dan Rath, he puts his head down and he just powers up to the stage. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> he just said, I'm not enjoying any of this. <laughs> like, like, Holy fuck, dude. Out, That's a physical <laughs> representation of how I feel before I do stand up. <laughs> That's so funny. Out. Dude, and am I autistic? In and out. Oh, dude. And I'm just like, what the <laughs> I'm like, the show has started before he's on the stage because I'm behind the bar just fucking dying. Did he crash? He did not he cr- absolutely crash. Yeah. But he, it's been just the, the fucking mind switch of like, no, don't enjoy this. <laughs> it's so like, funny. I've seen him, oh. I've seen him like on podcasts yeah. and I've seen like, cli- uh, I don't think I've seen clips, but I knew who he was like yeah. prior to meeting he's him. He's a great comedian. I just say he's so fucking funny. Yeah. Man. And I was just like, so I've rocked up to the club and I'm like, holy fuck. I'm like, Dan Rathson. I was like, this is sick. He had like headphones in and was like going over his notes. And I was like, 
oh damn like he's professional yeah, so like yeah. i'm not going to be like a fucking hey man like yeah. nice to meet kind of thing so i was just like look i'll just sit and just chill and just watch him anyway just like gets up and crushes and, and then like comes off as like dude that was fucking incredible and he's like yeah thanks man and then just like from like who he was on stage just goes back into like the shell <laughs> of just like all right, now I don't want anyone to talk to me anymore. And I was like, no worries, dude. Like, it's I knew for sure that he had autism when I did a showcase with him and it was all good. Both of us did really well. And then I went up to him and I went to introduce him myself to him yeah. because we had met previously. And I went up and I was like, hey, man, like, whatever. And before I could even get any words out, he goes, he goes oh, I know you. You and I have met. And I was like... <laughs> Dude, I was here for that, and I was like, I was like, yeah, we have met, and he was like, where did I, where I met you? I met you, um, twenty nineteen Melbourne in Comedy Festival, oh and I was, like, I remember sitting there going like, I was praying to God that you didn't remember that because the time that you and I met, I was all, like half an hour from getting into my blackout down in the fucking like the festival club bar yeah. and i fucking went up to him dude this was february 2019 dude and for 10 seconds i went hey man nice to meet you my name's taylor i love you so that, like you're like one of my favorite comedians like that i fucking love you dude and he was like thanks man i was like hey bro you're the fucking best dude and then i walked away and then that was it i walked away and he full rain you he said it was at this time i this looked day, different i was fucking <laughs> i had different hair i was older and then before i could even get a word out he was like you and i have met and then he fucking talked about that 15 second interaction where i was blackout drunk at a bar at like one in the fucking, fucking morning, hell, dude. dude. And I was like, dude, that this guy's is the fucking. Beautiful thing he's about, an alien. Yeah, no, he has <laughs> to. Because, like, man, like, look, with autism, I think there is like some negatives and there's some positives, especially a lot of positives in stand up comedy. But one of the best things I love about having my brain is I forget so much shit. So many painful memories, so many weird interactions. I think most people forget most shit, which is the world you want to live in. But then you meet someone like that and like, you did this at this time, you remember that? And I'm like, I wish I fucking didn't. But yeah, I didn't have so thanks. <laughs> like I did dude, it for I a while, but now I'm remembering <laughs> yeah, exactly. it. I can't remember. It's all back. I, I can't dude. Oh yeah. It was I've had like a the first time I met Jacques Barrett, I said something like highly embarrassing. The shit a thing? Yeah, like yeah. Hilarious. So like I, we were both outside the club, like, waiting to go into the bathroom. And yeah. I just needed to take a piss. And then, like, Jacques is like, hey, man, like, do you need to use the cubicle or the, the pisser? And I was like, I need to use the pisser. And he's like, okay, cool. I'm busting to go to the toilet. And I was like, yeah, fuck, all good, bro. And never met the dude. So he yeah. goes in. So, like, two people come out, and it's, like, the toilet, and then it's the urinal right next to the toilet. So I'm taking <laughs> taking piss, and then for like whatever reason, I'm like, "So how's the, how's the shit going? Like, how you shit going? <laughs> was the toilet seat warm? Or I just said something so embarrassing. Didn't you like, say? Didn't you? Didn't you start off by saying, "Oh, oh did Ethan Christ. keep it warm for you? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. So like, did Ethan keep the seat warm for you, or something like that? And I just remember being like, "Why would you say that to anyone, let alone someone you don't know?" And then went in, like, did my set, and then. He's obviously headlining and goes up and just murders. And I was like, oh, no, like my first impression of this dude. And then thankfully the next time he was at the club, I was like, hey, man, I'm Brad. He's like, Brad Jocks, nice to meet you. I was like, it's like thank, yes, thank fuck. fuck. <laughs> yeah, don't do that shit to Dan Rath, dude. Yeah. He's, he's not forgetting. Yeah, no. dude, fuck. It was outrageous. Um, Boys, so let's take a quick break and then let's do a Sunday roast and All wrap right, up, beautiful. I reckon. Yeah.
and we back. The Sunday Roast. (laughs) 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 All right, dude. Some, uh, one of my favorite segments to do every week is the Sunday Roast where we do shed light on some shit cunts in the world. And we got to let, we got to let the broader community out there know about this. And, Mm. um, not often do I throw in an honorary, but something happened to me, boys, and it's happened. You know, Taylor, I'm a fair and just man. And you are. When Slow Lane Brewing Co. gave us a shit beer, I gave him another chance. When it was another shit beer, I gave him another chance. More than I would have. And then I gave them one more chance, and then I was like, you're donezo. And, mm. and I got rid of Slow Lane. They'll never appear on this podcast ever again, unless they want to reach out. It's their own fault. Um. But the sponsorship so, packages are available. Sponsorship like, packages are available. Yeah, yeah. We're like, we can talk offline, boys. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, a, a if f- money's involved, I will lie. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> a few a few months ago, actually, probably probably last month, we did hear the uh, rumor that was going around, circulating, very vicious rumor, that the uh, the pie industry within Australia was on a bit of a downfall. And I'm a big ambassador mm. of meat pies, especially in the winter time. So. I went out to the local bakery and picked up a pie. And I've mm. gone from the bakery, got the sauce straight out to the car, started eating it. Bro, lukewarm. What type oh. of pie you got? I got this time it was a pepper steak pie. Okay. Lukewarm. And I was like, oh, that's fucking a bit not on. Anyway, a few weeks pass and I was like, not sure what's going on there. Hot, go back to the bakery and this time I'm in a bit of a cheese and bacon kind of mood. Yeah. And yeah. the young girl goes. The goat the goat pie. Young girl goes, oh, mate, like we've, um, she's like, what I'll do is I'll give this to you at a discount because like I'm just going to have to heat it up in the microwave despite it sitting in the pie warmer. And I'm like, yeah. All right. So at this point, like I've got like my hand over the alarm bell, like about to start ringing it. Yeah. It gets out and it's still kind of like lukewarmy. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? This morning before the podcast, go down, uh, get a haircut on the way home. I'm like, I need to get some, uh, need to get some food in my guts before we start drinking beers and carrying on like delinquents. I'm a re- I'm a responsible young man. So, bruh, this time I get a curry pie and sausage roll and drive back home. Damn, bro, you got the Gabo. Got the Gabo. Shout out, Gabe. Dude. Lukewarm again and the just fuck? like and that's just like Dude. okay you've you've had your third strike boys and I was just like the Stockton bakery just needs to obviously there's a happy medium, right? You don't yeah. want a scalding hot pie. Like you know the pain of biting into a party pie and of you're course, like, yeah. sweet Jesus, is this Satan's nutsack in my mouth? What's going on? <laughs> but like fuck dude if you can eat a pie in under a minute 30 your pie's not fucking warm enough bro yeah yeah cuz i'm i like i like my pie to be edible straight away mm. but you're right man to have it like lukewarm that's fucking not good enough do you know how foul uh, like you can you can have a lukewarm party pie if it's in the environment of having party food you know what i mean oh yeah i'll smash like yeah. 10 fucking wood and some would pies. some would argue like maybe a fucking a lukewarm party pie maybe is the way to go because you can just pound those little fuckers and you're off to yeah. the races. Yeah. But 
Like Dude, this was, this was this was one degree off being cold. Well, I was just look, like, what is happening? A party here? pie versus a bakery pie. You're going from like, you know, a home pie to a prestige pie. And there's yeah. certain things you expect with the prestige pie. You expect it's going to be probably handmade, it's going to have good meats. And if it's the wrong temperature, then that's that, that's an egregious strike against the pie. It's yeah, not dude. what you And expect. you gave them three fucking yeah, shots, dude. dude. Yeah. You're way more generous than me, dude. Like, honestly, when it comes to food and restaurants and shit, most places you get fucking one shot, cunt. And if I fucking go there and the food sucks or whatever, or there's mm. a problem with it, and, I'm fucking done, and, dude. But you, you apply that rigorousness to bakeries as well because yeah. I, I, I think they should be because bakeries when it's a good bakery because there's sick. so many bro uh, yeah and a good bakery is a powerful thing to have in your pocket if there's one just down the road because yeah. you're getting good breads you're getting good pies you're getting like you might help yourself to a little ninish tart at some point exactly. bro, I, grew in, fucking rules. I grew up in Bungendore that has the gonna do bakery dude that was yeah. like an award winning pie shop good pie award winning now bakery, we've man. talked about traveling and looking at the wanky stuff now if someone was going up that way would you recommend that bakery is that somewhere they need to go no because here's <laughs> the thing dude it's it's they've changed oh really they've changed they've the changed. it's a family owned business yeah. bro, but like, I'm pretty sure like now the, the next generation has it and they just and they just don't treat it it's the same thing bro it's yeah. the fucking the, the fucking sons who just got fucking handed yeah. the business that they didn't fucking build dude they don't give a fuck I about it last weird. time I went there they were fucking they were still great yeah. but they, they weren't they didn't reach the high I, so they were I reaching know, in the fucking like mid like the late 2000s early 2010s yeah. That was the fucking sweet spot, dude. The I, sweet, sweet. I sweet grew spot. up a lot in uh, Rathmine, so I would have lived there for like eight years of like my childhood or whatever. But again, the bakery there fucking rules. But it's this old Thai woman, and then anytime you're eating food and it's coming from like an old person that just looks like they look fucking angry, you're like there is going to be some fucking precision here. Stuff's got to be done the right way. They're going to yeah. scream at staff. They're going to abuse their children. And your pie's going to be the right fucking temperature. Staff morale low. <laughs> pie quality high. high. That's what you want. <laughs> That's exactly what you want. You don't want a fucking Gen Z making your pie. They, they, they don't know what the fuck's going no. on. They, they, they haven't been through a fucking you know like their seventeenth difficult breakup. They, they don't know what it's like to potentially have testicular cancer and go through yeah, that scare. Bro. You got they, fucking customers lining yeah. up at the door and they're just filming themselves doing NPC <laughs> TikToks like, yes, yes, ice cream. Mm, 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 mm. Thank uh, you, yes. I actually like, have a cunt. <laughs> I, think, I think that they cooked, the, I think that these pies like maybe cooked overnight or something. Yeah. And then they just chuck them in the pie warmer and they just like, just warm them up. To they're supposed to be, bro. They're supposed to be the fucking, you get the bakers in 2.30 a.m. Yeah, yeah. start and they're baking all night. The fucking pies hit the warmer yeah. at fucking four in the morning, dude. And then you just fucking Yeah, but like 9.30 in, in the morning, like I know it's a disgraceful thing to do is go get a pie that early, but that's, that's not late enough that's for what you fucking yeah. experience though. Yeah. And like, and, and twice, like, and that other time she's like, you know, it would have been the same time, maybe 10.30. She's like, I'll chuck it in the microwave for you. And I was thinking. If it's in a warmer, what the fuck does it need to go in a microwave? Yeah. If you have turn broken? your fucking warmer up. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it, it, it is disgraceful because if you're going to get a pie, you know you're getting the trans fats, you know you're getting like all the other fucking horror that's in there. You're getting mm. the fucking toenails, the way that the, the testosterone fucking, yeah, that yeah. you get. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. like, but like, you can't. So you know you're getting all this shit, but you know it's going to be fucking piping hot and it's going to be fucking worth the disaster you're fucking inflicting on your body. But when it's not, it's just it should be fucking criminal, dude. Yeah, dude. Like you don't want fucking lukewarm mints. Nah, nah. Nah, no, you outrageous. don't. It's got to be fucking hot. 
Taylor, you said that you have an honorary as well, which we don't generally do honoraries, but fucking people are copping it today. <laughs> we don't do honoraries, dude, but I fucking, as you guys heard me speaking about just before, I did. You did the Bradford Hotel last night, I did the Bradford night, Hotel last night, and the gig For the was, fine people of Rutherford. Yeah, the gig was, pr- well, I mean, the fine fucking animals of Rutherford, dude. Is it the Rutherford I told Zoo? them all that I was better than them from better than them because I was from Merriweather, which was definitely went down very well. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Um, you've, you've, got in a, you've got in a little bit of a trend of just going up and abusing the crowd off the bat, dude. Yeah, dude. I hate comedy. I want to quit. But yeah, um, but if this, when you're from Merriweather, you kind of are better than most people. Yeah, so it's, it's fine. What do you yeah. want me to do, yeah. dude? Because, like, 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 as you abuse them. Aliens exist. I'm from Merriweather. What's going on? 100%. All i got to say is about those two statements. It's like, where's the lie? Where's what, the where's fucking the lie, lie, dude? But these fucking people, um, you know, the, look, most of the crowd was fucking great. And a lot of, oh, pretty much every comedian, bar yeah. one, didn't really do, did fucking great. Can actually. I just say the respect really that you have for these, like the, the people of Rutherford, you actually did call them people, which is yeah. more than they deserve, which is beautiful. Well, I'm a nice guy. I'm trying to be more positive. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but something has just come through on my phone, dude, yeah. on the group chat that we have for this gig. There has been a review sent in. That is fucking sick. About it- last night's fucking show can i just say as one of the owners of the comedy club the only time a review comes in is when someone's passionate it's either passionate in a positive way mostly passionate in the most negative sense imaginable so reviews are basically youtube comments yeah it's like if you're reading it it's bad there is no three-star review it's five or one that's that's fucking it exactly well here is the review that we have gotten for last night's (laughs) show at the bradford hotel in rutherford please read it He's written it to Benny McLennan because he's obviously the leader of the show. Um, He said, Hi, Ben McLennan. I'm writing to complain about this event you put on at the Bedford, dumbass, (laughs) fucking dumbass already, at the Bedford on Friday night, the 4th of the 7th. Definitely wasn't the 4th of the 7th. It was the 4th of August. This person's retarded. Where you promised side-splitting laughter and good entertainment. You failed to mention in your ad that there was no disable access to your event so after finally struggling up the stairs to your event my wife and i were subjected to crude foul-mouthed and totally amateurish behavior on stage performances that we found (laughs) far from funny hilarious or side-splitting laughter material we left at half time because we no longer wanted to be subjected to this substandard non-entertainment of the night I would ask for a refund for the pain associated with climbing stairs to enjoying your promised night of laughter. Night spelt K-N-I-G-H-T. You failed to meet your obligations to warrant a payment. Jesus (laughs) Christ. (laughs) Well... Look. What a fucking pussy, dude. Dude, what's the bet that he's just like, so him and his missus are just morbidly obese? What a little fucking bitch cunt, dude. First of all, here's the thing. If you are a person that goes out to comedy shows and you are, you have such a, a bad time that you're forced to go and write a review to the people who fucking made this. Yeah. You're fucking gay. That fucking sucks, dude. You're a pussy. Like, what do you mean, dude? I, I was there. It wasn't even fucking that bad. Yes, we abused some of the crowd members. 
Yes, that fuck that's gonna Yeah, that's gonna happen, dude, when you fucking do shows in the in the fucking conditions that we had to work in. It's so funny as well because probably when you look back at the night, you're just like, yeah, a a door creaking interrupted your set as a guy in a wheelchair is coming upstairs, you're like, Oh, look at this two wheeled fucking idiot. They just totally fucking destroy his like you know, like his his And stairs too, bro, it was one flight. Yeah. One flight Christ, there. What do you mean funny? struggling up? There was no one in a wheelchair, so I'm looking around going like, well, what, what are you talking about? And also, the very funny thing too, there was an elevator. So the funny you're, thing you're is as well, like, so many people think that like Australian comedy is just Carl Barron because they've seen yeah. like Carl Barron and they're like, oh, like this, you know, fun-loving guy that's like, would you care for an orange juice? Oh, if it needed me, like... Yeah. They think that it's that style. <laughs> can, oh, Baron Humor, 100%. Yeah, like, Dude, if so you think that that's... My, my dad used to smack me. Can, can I just ask, and who, was like, who, yeah, who my closed dad the first half? Isaac Butterfield. Well, obviously it's his fault. Uh, so, like, yeah, if you've got to drop it on one person... And again, I didn't know it was Isaac. It could have been anyone else as well. So, if you just no, want to put solely the blame on one person... He was in the first half. Who closed yeah. the first half was Mitch Coyne. Well, Mitch... Who crushed, you, by the way... <laughs> Who fucking crushed dude? But dude, like it, 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 it could so have been fun. it could have been yeah. like if you look at the lineup, it could have been anyone that was offensive. It, it's so yeah. good because like I yeah, I because I, I used to work in radio and so there's like a lot of times that we got like people writing in and complaining. But like I got to a point where I kind of liked the terrible reviews. So like one person reviewed our radio show, they said, if you're expecting a laugh a minute comedy, uh expect to be disappointed 120 times. <laughs> <laughs> we use that on posters and shit as well. And I'm like, what? it's just like, I love that someone's just so fucking irate, just like trying to stomp it around their fucking lounge room, go, fuck these guys. I'm going to do fucking something about this. What the fuck am I going to write? <laughs> and then, like, even being that worked up, you're spelling night wrong, you've got the date wrong because it's just so fucking fun. It's so good to make someone that fucking angry, dude. Dude, if I, was right. ben, if I was Ben, a few things, I'd write back and be like, whatever this person's name is, hi, so and so. Unfortunately, I've never done a gig at the Bedford Hotel, especially on the 7th of July instead of the 8th of August. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I'd probably get into that. But um, the thing is as well with these people as well, right? You're sitting at home or you're in the venue and you see, yeah. you see a ticketed event and you go, oh, there's a comedy show happening here. Who's on the comedy lineup? Oh, I don't know the headliner. I don't know this guy. I don't know this guy. I don't know this guy. And I don't know that person. There's the element of risk for you. 100%. If, if yeah. someone came up to me is like, hey, dude, there's a music show on. Do you want to come out to the Hammo with me and watch a music show? Like, well, who's on? And they rattled off five bands that I've never heard of. And then I go and I'm like, yo, these guys all actually suck. That's yeah. on me for going to an event with no prior knowledge of who these people are. Mm. And obviously we're all amateur comedians trying to fucking make something of ourselves. And like, dude, this you're a victim of your circumstance of A, living in Rutherford and B, being trusting that the Rutherford Hotel or Bradford Hotel, whatever it's called, was going to host a good fucking event and a good space for well, comedy. look, if, if it's any solace, I think he hates you equally as much as he hates flights of stairs. So you're yeah, kind of on equal peg there. Yeah. yeah, I think just like people who fucking complain and write reviews and shit like that are just so fucking lame, dude. Like if you didn't like it, then you didn't like it, dude. That's fine. But like, the fact that you've gone gone home and angrily 
on Google review, bro. Be like, yeah. Dude, that's so gay. Like, I've I've been disappointed with things. And, and they didn't even see me too, so what the fuck? Yeah, so you could have crushed. Like, like who knows? So it is not I was, an I was way, on you. I was way worse and had way worse behavior than anyone in the first half. It would have been so good as well, because if he had a, like hate sat through your thing where you're just attacking everyone, you could have made him hate it just that little bit more, which might have pushed him over the edge to having a stress aneurysm. Yeah. You could have fucking ended his life. So he's lucky he did leave. We, um... Like I, I bought a crew neck hoodie recently from a brand called Mitchell and Ness, and they do they make really good hats. I've yeah. bought hoodies off them before, and they had like a retro Broncos crew neck, and I was like, "That's fucking sick," and I bought it. It like doesn't fit good, but it's also like paper thin. Yeah, mm. and like spending a hundred and fifty bucks on Ooh, a crew neck, yeah, and it's paper thin. Dude. It's just like, dude, like if I was to wear this in the middle of winter. I need like a jacket over the top of it. Like this is not warm enough for me to wear. And dude, I was raging that like I felt like I was robbed. And even then, I didn't like write a fucking angry letter. What I will put them on blast and podcasts. You shit cunts. But <laughs> like it's just, just like one of those things. Like you get more up. Like, do you reckon this person felt better after like venting through a text message with poor grammar and incorrect dates and spelling? Do you reckon they felt better after that? Like, oh, babe, you know what? I don't know, man, because I've fucking never really done the review shit. I've, like, talked shit about it in person, but I've never, like, full-on to a business been mm. like, oh, that's not true. Only one time. Yeah. Fucking Adam's Barber in fucking The Junction. They can fucking suck me off, dude. They fuck my shit up. What? what they do? Just gave me a bad haircut. First, you had to walk up a set of stairs to get there. Yeah, then yeah. after that, that was just the beginning of the terrible experience. Yeah, and then the barber was saying crude jokes. <laughs> it was very amateurish <laughs> on stage. Yeah, it was far from side splitting, and I paid 65 yeah. bucks for a haircut, and my disabled wife was still I'll never go me. back to the Junction uh, hairdressers ever again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah suck them. Yeah, just that, fuck that cunt. Uh, but who I did want to actually bring to light as the Sunday roast this week, and you know what? Maybe I'm leaning to it. She could actually be a bit of a sick cunt for this. Lizzo, dude. Yeah. Lizzo, the queen of uh, body positivity movement that got fat bitches jiggling across Whoa. the world, has uh, had her dancers that look like little Lizzo's uh, come out and say that she has sexually harassed them and uh, body shamed body them. Shamed them, made them go to porn shows mm. where... People are shooting ping pong balls out of their snatch and dipping bananas in there. And then she forced one of her dancers to eat the banana and was just like, otherwise she'll get fired. Yeah. Yeah. Look, all, all I got to say is people I've worked with, um, Elliot, I've power drilled him. Um, I chased him into the bathroom with like a piece of electrical cable. Mm. He put a box over his head and there was a big box of like a uh, fridge box. He said, I'm the comedy robot. And so me and James were cleaning and I kicked him down a flight of stairs. Yeah. So like, look, I just don't want this Lizzo thing to set a precedent with treating people that you work badly with sort of coming back to haunt you later in life. Yeah, maybe yeah. the difference so, yeah. is that like you, it's definitely okay for you because you're not fat and disgusting. <laughs> So I feel like her being fat and disgusting leads. It makes it easier for a lot of people yeah. to be like, you know what? This is the jumping off point we needed. Yeah. Get this fat cunt out of here. I I think as well because like if you're a black person, you can say the n word, right? So she she could be like blasting that everywhere. But because she's yeah. a giant person, unless you're hanging I out with other people who do to it too, fat shame other people. Like I think because she is one. Yeah, it could yeah. also be. It could also be one of those things, right? 
maybe this is how close of a relationship she thought she had with her co-workers. Yeah. For instance, I don't rip on co-workers that I don't like. That my good friends at work, I will call them a shit cunt. I'll say they're ugly, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'll be mates with them and I'll put them down. So maybe she thought, like, you know, by getting one of her other fat dancers to rub on some titties and eat a banana. Her dancers aren't fat either. Oh, that's, really? that's what that's Dude, the, I've seen photos of the them, like, in little pink fucking shorts. And it's just, it's literally, like, Lizzo's, like, literally the biggest. And then it's just, like, looking at them of, like, stages to become Lizzo. It's like an evolution of Lizzo. <laughs> so it's like a babushka oh. doll of Lizzo. It was like, a, exactly. It was like, <laughs> 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 oh, so she's just slagging them off, calling them fat. Like, I gotta, I, I gotta see if I can make, I gotta see if I can make a Lizzo babushka doll for the artwork. That's the name of the app. That's the name of the episode right there, dude. Lizzo oh, babushka dolls. Dude, but like that's what they all they all look like. They, you know, like they were none of them were in size fucking yeah. six fucking skirts, dude. They were all fucking sixteen plus so, skirts. So she's just slagging them off for their weight and stuff like that. Is yeah, that like actually she, what's like she, apparently she ripped on one of them. She's like, Hey man, you've got really fat. Yeah, you're getting too fat. And yeah. someone's just like are you taking the piss? Is this like a stitch of you? Like, yeah, are you but, fucking literally calling me that? But then one of them is like, like, but I got my hair done. Did my nail. <laughs> Baby, happy. I feel good as hell. <laughs> that, that is so fucking awesome, dude. Oh, so, dude. yeah, oh. it's so fucking fun. I think that's another thing too, but it's like you're giving her way too much credit, dude. Yeah. Like anyone who thinks that Lizzo wouldn't be like the most crazy self-centered like narcissist is clearly just hasn't fucking been around any human beings it's kind of like you know when people like found out that like ellen degeneres was a cunt and there were people who were like what i couldn't believe and you're like she's a lesbian comedian that came up in the 90s yeah of course what are you fucking talking about yeah Yeah. but it's just like she but she dances during the stage with her fans and gives away with hugh jackman and it's just like (laughs) fucking who cares cunt yeah she had fucking Abu Grave in her fucking back studio, dude. What the fuck? Yeah. All right, so you're so you're saying I'm giving her too much grace and she's a shit cunt? Yeah, of course, bro. Anyone who sees the way that she acts, remember when she fucking was going to basketball games with that big hole cut in her fucking oh, oversized yeah. t-shirt to show her fucking ass? She gets in Twitter feuds with other people saying that fucking basically dudes want to fuck me because I'm hot as fuck. This bitch is like a a fucking like full blown like narcissistic celebrity person. She's like, and a it black shouldn't be any fucking surprise to anyone mm. that this, that she's a monster. She's kind of like a black Gorlock, you know, like that Gorlock yeah. trans chick who's just like I'm hot as fuck, and it's just like, oh, oh did you're you? Vaguely, you're yeah. really not. I'll send you a photo of it. She looks like Tiddalik the Frog, Jabba the Hutt, all in one. Or my dad, yeah, yeah, or your Pretty dad. Much, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but boys, I think we might uh, we might wrap it up there. We. Uh, Brady, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having a look at the cameras. Brady yeah, was keen dude. here to have a little look squidzy at the cameras. And the next couple of weeks, yeah, it's going to be fucking killer, dude. Got a very good setup in here for filming. So, yeah, really look forward to um, seeing what um, sort of content you produce, dude. Mate, we'll have to get you and uh, we haven't had James on in a long time. So, I'm, I'm thinking that we're going to have to get James yeah, back dude, in. Yeah, dude, well. he's a busy little beaver these days with the club. But, yeah, definitely drag him back in here, man. Because uh, when we're all on last time, that was a fucking good he's time. A, he's a great laugh. Uh Make sure you check out the Newcastle Comedy Club. There's shows on open mics every Tuesday. There is showcases every Friday, Saturday. And uh, there's also a ton of comedians that are coming in that are doing solo shows on Sunday as well. So if you jump onto the Newcastle Comedy Club website, find a ticket for a comedian that you like. You will not have a bad night. Make sure you follow our boy Taylor Coftree on Instagram at Taylor Coftree. Yep. 
give myself a follow on Instagram uh, underscore Bradley Bishop, and uh, don't forget to smoke weed every day and, mm. and chill to the next episode. I do my head toss, check my nails. Baby, how you feel? Feel fat, Head toss, check my nails. Touch them titties. You're getting too fat. I will not pretend that Lizzo doesn't make bangers, though. Oh, yeah. She's just, she makes bangers, but she she's isn't good bangers, at, um, but she's a fat cunt, and it is what it is, dude. Is that banana sanitary? <laughs> it's got it might come out cleaner. Dude. I might get rid of all the GMOs. <laughs> if it's in, like, an, an Amsterdam prostitute's pussy, it might actually get rid of all, like, the GMOs and fucking pesticides and shit. There's so many calories in a banana. This is why all our dancers are fat, dude. Yeah, right, boys. <laughs> Catch you later, cunt. See you next week. Boop.